Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. We're glad you joined us this week. Hey, everybody. We are getting ready for Thanksgiving and spend a little time doing Thanksgiving stuff. We've got some kids coming in. Hope y'all are making plans. Christmas is right around the corner. Crazy as that sounds. I know it. We're going to talk a little bit about Christmas and things like that Some in this podcast. Some crazy people already have their Christmas tree up. Who would do that? <laughs> You're looking at me, I'm aren't you? I'm looking at you. So Lee leaves town, and uh, while she's gone, I put up the Christmas tree. Didn't decorate it. I just put it up. Yeah. So it's not. It's still not decorated, but it is up. So at least I didn't have to do that much. That's it. Right. I put some lights on our house. So I enjoy Christmas and enjoyed getting to do that. Yes. Um, can I make an announcement about what's coming up? Yes. You're trying to figure out where I'm going with this, aren't you? Yeah. So we have a book coming out. We're yeah. excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, we have not announced that really anywhere. You're the first to kind of hear about it. But we have a book coming out. should be out by Black Friday, Thanksgiving time, uh, first part of December. It is, uh, it is a little bit different book than what we've done. We had intended to do a family book that was like a big book, and we decided to do another little bit quicker book. Um, We get messages from couples going, we're busy. We don't have a lot of time to sit down and, you know, read. Uh, We'd like a devotional book, and this is actually more of a uh, kind of a love dare book uh, where you get up every morning and you've got a challenge for the day for your marriage and, and, and... You read that challenge and read it with your spouse. You've got a Bible verse that goes along with it and a prayer to pray uh, that goes along with that to help you kind of focus on that part of your marriage that Mm -hmm. day. Yeah, it's yeah, just some good food for thought, some things you can put into practice. So uh, we think it'll be beneficial for, especially for busy, busy couples, busy people that don't really have time to sit down and do a lot of reading. You almost could put it in your bathroom in the mornings uh, and look at what the challenge of the day is. It's almost a five minute, you know, I'm really thinking about five minutes. Now, if you're a note taker and want to write some notes about some of the things we've written, we've got a little space in there for notes, but uh, it's, uh, uh, we're excited about it. We think it'll bless a marriage. It'll be a great thing to put in your spouse's Christmas stocking this year. If you've got some married kids, that'd be a good thing to put in there. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yes. So anyway, so we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, I have been working on my Amazon wish list already. I oh, put a few things on there. Did oh. you know that? And and in the old days, we had a, a Sears and Robart book catalog that used to come, <laughs> right? That big old Sears catalog yeah. that came and we would be so excited to look through all the the, the newest toys that oh, were yeah. out. People yeah. over 50 are going, I get that. People <laughs> under 40 are going, what is that? <laughs> But uh, yeah, I've been putting a few things on the Amazon wish list, and and we got to thinking about some gifts, some good gifts to give your family. We're going to spend the next few weeks talking about family, uh, some some gifts to give your family at Christmas time, and that's kind of the direction that we want to go. If you if you could give your kids and your family some gifts, what would they be? And we're not talking not material. Yeah, no, not, we're not talking a podcast. Right. Or I'm sorry. Uh, Xbox or a <laughs> PS3 or I don't know if I'm using those. Right I don't words. know what's the popular thing out yeah. right now. Yeah, a Nintendo that I know. <laughs> An Atari. An Atari. Yeah. Oh, we're so dating ourselves. I know. So, but yeah. So let's talk about uh, eight gifts 
uh, we'll run through some ideas that, that would bless your, your family this year. Mm-hmm. Number one, what's a great one? The gift of a good marriage. That is exactly right. The gift of a good marriage would be a blessing to your family. Um, it'd be a blessing to your kids because you're going to model what that looks like. Um, they're listening the way you talk to each other and all kinds of stuff. They're in your school of marriage. Yeah, I mean, they do. They definitely hear how you're talking to each other. They hear how you handle or don't handle conflict. Um, they, they notice the tone of voice you use with each other. They notice how you talk about each other when the other isn't in the room. Um, talk about your spouse. Don't, don't bad talk your spouse. In front of your kids. In front of your children. Yep. Um, Those are all good yeah. things. And one of the best things you can do, we talk about this in our workshops, um, children's number one fear is something's going to happen to their family and to their parents because they see that from all their, their peers. Sure. And so one of the best things you can do is to be married in front of them. And that means date. Uh, that means hold hands, be affectionate. Kiss under the mistletoe, let them say gross, get a room. Um, All of those things are good and healthy for your kids to see because it says my mom and dad love each other. Yes. Um, Just don't put your marriage on the back burner while you're raising your children. That is true. Uh, Keep your marriage on the front burner. They need need to see you modeling a healthy marriage because that's how they're going to learn how to do marriage on, you know, when they're married someday. That's it. So. And, and I don't know what kind of family you grew up in as you're listening to this. Uh, if it wasn't a great family, this is a great time for you to break a, that, that generational curse of, you know, I came from a broken home. And maybe you're going, hey, I'm going to fight for my kids to be able to see what a good marriage looks like. Um, and so that's important that you do those things, whether it's show them by, by being affectionate to one another uh, reading a marriage book together, going on dates together, taking trips together. That's that's just really, really healthy. Going somewhere together and spending time together. But the 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 gift of a of a healthy marriage is just the best gift you can give your kids. Yeah. Uh, you know, healthy marriages for the most part don't just happen. You've mm-hmm. got to be intentional at having a healthy marriage and, and be proactive. And so, I mean, I feel like we're preaching to the choir because you're listening to a marriage podcast as we speak. And so obviously you are being intentional, you're being proactive, and you are wanting to make your marriage healthier. So kudos to you. Yeah, there you go. So what's number two, another gift we can give them? So the other another gift is the gift of time. Yeah, spending time with your kids. Yeah, your children need your time. Yeah. How, how is another way to spell time? We spell it T-I-M-E. Or how is another way? I'm, I'm totally messed up that. No, you didn't. You're doing good. You <laughs> Did I say it right? Yeah, you you, you spell time. Uh, you spell love by spelling time. You spell time. love. Yeah. T-I-M-E. Kids feel love when you make time for them. And, and can we just say that if you have teenagers, we've been there. And it's really, really hard for them maybe to fit in your world because their interests are different than your interests. So you're going to have to find common interests and fit into their world. You may have to go sit down and go, 
hey, uh, give me a controller. Can I play? Yeah. Can I play this game with yeah. you? Yeah, teach me um, how to play this. Or... My kids always, if it included some sort of food or sweet, I could always go, hey, you want to go get a, a shake tonight at, at Sonic or um, something, ice cream somewhere, mm-hmm. and they were like all in. Yeah. So that I mean, was always a that's that's thirty minutes that you can spend in the car with them by you know driving there, sitting there waiting for your order maybe sitting there for five minutes while you eat and then driving home or whatever. I mean, that's some good time where you can just, yeah. Our friends, our friends, Drew and Kelsey, um, who work a lot in relationships with younger people, teenagers and, and young couples or young people, uh, always say that one of the best places you can have discussions with your kids is in the car mm-hmm. because you're, you're, you're locked in. You can't yes. jump out, that's exactly uh, seat belt on, and you're both looking forward mm-hmm. and you can't go anywhere. And they say some of the best discussion time can take place in cars. And so if you sneak off for a shake or if you yes. sneak off for something, that's a healthy thing to do. Yeah. I think, I think we have somewhere in our notes about sometimes you have to have hard talks. I don't want to jump ahead, but in the car, at night is even that, you know, yeah. they said that that kids feel more comfortable having those hard talks when, you know, you maybe you don't have to make eye contact. Maybe they, you know, um, they don't feel like they're being grilled. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's that's a good time to have some yeah. serious talks that yeah. you want to have with your kids. And one of the best times to have time to talk to your kids or to the gift of time is around the dinner table. And you're very oh, passionate yes. about that. And we talk about this a lot. We won't go back into this. But every family needs to be spending time around the dinner table where there's no TV, no cell phones. It's not a fill your plate. Let's go get pizza and watch TV. Mm-hmm. It's we're going to sit down at the sit dinner down table. and talk. Because yes. you reconnect. Talk. It yes. is where families reconnect and they talk about their day and they talk about what happened at school. And um, tradition is built. Uh, memories are built around dinner tables. And some of our kids talk about today the dinner table and the times that... Uh, yeah, we had laughing around a dinner table and stuff, yes. and that was so important. It's good stuff. So give your kids the gift of time. Uh, moving on, give your kids the gift of discipline. And you're thinking, oh, they don't think that's a gift. Uh, <laughs> they don't, but it, it is. It does not seem like a gift at the time, but uh, yes, it is. They need you to be their parent and not their buddy. Yeah, you know, there are going to be times when your kids... Um, don't like you, and that's okay. You, your your job is not for your kids to like you. Your your job is to uh, sometimes you have to tell them no, and you are going to need to um, to be their parent and not their friend. And your your job is to raise a a quality human being in this mm-hmm. world. And so, uh, yeah, sometimes the gift of discipline is very very. Uh, necessary and and you can spell discipline R U L E S. We did that a while ago with right. time. Love. Yeah. love, love is spelled R U L E S. You love them by giving them rules. Eighty-seven uh, percent. Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, about eighty-seven percent of college students on a on a statistic that I'd seen a while back said that their parents probably were not strict enough on them when they were at home in high school, and that's, that's just a lot of kids going. Yeah, I probably could have used more rules. Mm-hmm. They're saying I got away with a whole lot got more than I probably with should a have. Lot of stuff, yeah. and so um, yeah, this is this is and this is a good point where you have the hard talks. There we go. Yeah, don't be afraid to have hard yeah, talks. So there's times when you have to tell your kids, let's sit down and talk about 
what you're looking at on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Let's sit down and talk about your friends right now. Let's talk about um, is there anybody asking you to do something that makes you uncomfortable uh, via your phone? You know, are you getting messages on Instagram or on whatever it is? Um, don't be afraid to have those hard talks. We I've had them with our kids. I still have them with my kids. They're grown. They're out of the house, and we still have hard talks because mm-hmm. sometimes I have to ask them, how are you doing? How are you really doing? And uh, But don't be afraid of discipline. And discipline them the way works best. Um, if you got teenagers, you can't you can't discipline them like they were. You can't set them in a corner for five minutes and say, you have to leave your nose right here. <laughs> you may have to say, um, bring me your phone mm-hmm. or bring me your car keys. We did that to one of our kids once, and I think they're... they're at about 12, I don't remember, it may have been 14. Not car keys. Yeah, it wasn't car keys. Said, I said, bring me your phone. And they said, oh, can't you just give me a whipping? Mm-hmm. You know, because it was like we really hit the sore spot. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, figure out what it is that is going to get them, and that's where you discipline them. Um, I remember getting in trouble at school a couple of times, and the assistant principal calling, going, Miss, Miss Morgan, I'm going to have to swat your son, and... My mom never said, oh, my poor baby, surely he couldn't have done that. She was always, you swat him, and when he gets home, I'll beat him again. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, a lot of parents pull strings to get their kids out of trouble, Mm. and that's not a healthy thing. No, no. Sometimes discipline is necessary. They'll never, if they never reap what they sow, they won't learn from it. And yeah. so don't pull strings to get your kids out of If your kid gets trouble. in trouble, it's, it's not, you know, it's not always the teacher's out to get them, the coach is out to get them, whatever. It, you, sometimes your kid just messes up yep. and, and doesn't follow the rules, and, and they need to, to learn something from that. Yeah, so... That's exactly Let them pay right. the price every we, once in a we've while. We've had, we, we'll tell you, we've had kids that uh, got ISS in school suspension one time, and and I, I didn't think that it was too bad of a deal, but they were told if you break this rule, it's three days ISS, broke the rules. I said, give it to him. You know, he knew what he was getting into when he, when he did it. So yeah, those are just important things. Uh, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 18 says, discipline your children while there is still hope. Otherwise, you'll ruin their lives. It's important that you discipline them when they start young. Start That's a healthy thing. That is the key. Yep. Yes. How about number four? Okay. The gift of spiritual training. Give them the gift of spiritual training. So what's more important, modeling or teaching? Modeling or talking? So if I, I, t- I can tell my kids all the time, we don't lie in this house, but they're going to learn more from my example than they are from me telling them what to do, right? That's exactly right. Um yeah, if if somebody comes to the door and and you don't want to deal with the salesman that's at the door and you say tell them I'm not home, then they've just learned yes, we do lie in this house because yeah. you just did. So, yeah, the three best ways to teach your children are by example, by example and by example. That's exactly right. So, use opportunities to uh, to teach your kids. And if you, you know, if you're at the store and you've got your kid with you and they give you too much change back, what a great time to go, I think you've given me too much change. Or mm-hmm. I think you have undercharged me. Those, those are just great opportunities to go, hey, we we do things right. Um, we are good at, at, at encouraging our kids athletically, um, academically, and we really, really need to be better uh, at at when it comes to our kids' uh, uh, 
spiritually, in values and integrity, those things are a whole lot more important. Yeah. Um, praise them when they they when you see them being kind to someone, when you see them serving someone. Uh, if they're showing respect to someone, tell them good job. Tell them I appreciate how you treated uh, your brother just now, or or whatever it is. Uh, give them a lot of praise when you see them doing good things. Yeah. This next one, uh, next gift kind of fits in the same way. It's the gift of integrity. Um, when, whether they're they're three or 30, teach them that honesty and, and integrity is the right thing. Uh, and I can remember, we don't have to go into the whole story, but I remember back when, when Lee had uh, our two oldest and they were like a toddler and infant. And one of them came home with gum that didn't get paid for. He just saw it. It was down his level, and he picked it up and thought, hey, I got gum. Yeah, trips and, to the grocery store. I, I didn't like to make trips to the grocery store with the toddler and the baby in tow. It was hard work. And so yeah. I would usually wait till you were yeah. home where you could, you know, take over the parenting duties, and I would make my trip to the store. But for whatever reason, I had to go, got home, Taylor had gum and you know pulled out his pocket i'm like oh my goodness where'd you get the gum so you know i thought here he is he's three i can just tell him we don't take the gum but i loaded him back up in that car both of them took him back to the store made him you know give the gum to the man at the cash out registry or registry and scan it so that we could pay for it so hopefully in his little brain he remembered we can't just take things yeah exactly um, you right. know and it was maybe a dollar pack of gum but it just i just felt like it was an important thing that needed to be done uh we got to teach our kids to do the right thing even when nobody else is going to know yeah uh i'll throw out another verse that i like proverbs 20 verse 7 says the godly walk with integrity and blessed are their children who follow them that's pretty good stuff right mm -hmm. there. That's that is a pretty powerful verse right there. Yeah. So we got three more. Let's talk about the gift of a good name. We won't spend a lot of time here, but you know, your name is really important of what you've got, and it's important that you know. I give my kids who wear my last name and your last name, Morgan, that that we haven't done anything to spoil it. Uh, it's called reputation, mm -hmm. uh, and we've told our kids forever that that they they represent us and when they do stupid stuff they make us look bad um, and at the same time we're the same way we have a name and you know I don't I, the last thing in the world I want is for people to go oh you're one of Trey's kids <laughs> you know we've heard about that guy right when the Morgans start coming through the school system they're like oh Morgan kids. exactly yeah. and so don't do anything the gift of a great name uh, a respectable name is such a good thing. And so don't do anything to ruin that name. Uh, that's just an important thing. Yeah. So uh, another one is the gift of listening. Ooh, this is not a fun one for me because I'm not always <laughs> very good at listening. We, we can get distracted by a lot of things. Um, you know, we, we let whatever, televisions distract us, the phone in our hand, uh, we just we're distracted by all of the things going on around us and we need to be especially with our with our children with our spouses with our teenagers um, just yeah we need to be we need to be good listeners if they're talking put away the device pause the tv give them your attention uh you it's just really hard to multitask it really is you may think you can still keep doing what you're doing but you're not really maybe you are hearing them but they're not seeing that the focus is on them. And it makes them feel important if, if they see you 
pause the TV, put the phone down. They're they're then they know you're giving them full attention. You really you really roughing me up here. <laughs> <laughs> God, on a soapbox here. Yeah, no, but I had one time when one of our boys were small. They were probably about four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ask me. I was busy. I had stuff going on at the house. I think people were calling. Two or three people needed something, and and one of them said, "Hey, Dad, you got a second? I need to tell you something." And I said, "Give me just a second, and I'll get with you." And I'd forgot. Uh, probably ten minutes later, he caught me. He said, "Dad, you got time now to listen to me?" I said, "I promise, I'm coming. I'll listen." Uh, and and I again, some time went past. I was busy doing something and was headed out the door. And he said, "Dad, do you have time to listen? I got something I want to tell you." And I said, "Yeah, buddy. What you got? Tell me quick. I don't have much time." And his response to his father was. I think I'll wait till another time because I would rather tell you when you have time to listen. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, here's my own child that I have just been casting off to the side like he was unimportant because maybe I thought, what does a four-year-old need to tell me? But it was important to him. Mm -hmm. And I stopped and I got down on my knee and I said, I apologize. And I got all the time you want. Let's talk right now at what you want to tell me. I don't even remember what it was, but... But uh, yeah, he had something he wanted to talk about, and I had not done a good job listening, and that wasn't a good deal. Right, and it and it may seem unimportant to you, you know, that they want to tell you about the latest Pokemon game that's out or whatever it is, but to them, that's important in their world at the time, and you need to make sure that you're listening. Yeah, kids still play Pokemon. They still play in Pokemon. I okay. think. I all think right. they. I think they do. <laughs> I don't know. It just always, I mean, like, literally we raised children for 31 years and Pokemon always seemed to It was keep, always there. It always reoccurred. Yeah, so, it was, it was and, always there. And I there. think that it is still a thing. So, yeah. uh, One of the things that, that can I throw out here real quick, if you've got teenagers, um, they don't always talk. Uh, they talk on their own terms, meaning uh, you may try to pry information out of them for a week and get nothing and then some night at nine o'clock when you're getting ready for bed, they just open up and just start talking. Can I just say that if your child starts to talk and as a teenager, you stop what you're doing and listening because you don't know when they're going to talk again. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, so listen to what they're saying. There have been times our our youngest was not a big talker. He was a lot like his mom, kind of introverted. And when he would talk, there were times where we'd, we'd go, Hey, uh, you know, Cooper Cooper was talking and, and sorry I'm late. And it was like, oh, well, he talked, so listen, yeah. you know. Um, whether it was about his future, or about girls, about sports, whatever it was, when he talked, you stopped what you're doing because you weren't sure when he was going to want to talk again. And you Just know, his personality. Really, the, the gift of listening and the gift of time, those two just are, they just go hand in hand. Because the more you spend time with your kids, the more they're going to talk. Uh, and the more you're going to provide them the opportunity to want to talk. You know, those trips to, to go get a shake in the car, the times that you're sitting around the dinner table, you're providing them time where they feel like, I can talk. It's not rushed. I, I You know, my parents have my f- full attention right now, um, or I have my parents' full attention right now. And so provide them those opportunities where they feel like they can open up and talk to you I and mean, provide those op- opportunities often. So yep. spend time uh, and give the gift of listening. And the last one? Uh, the gift of praise. The gift of praise. Ooh, kids need a lot of praise. They, I think all day long, when you send kids to school, um, even grown kids, 
all day long they're beat down by the world and if the one place that they ought to be able to come to is home and find that their gas tank gets filled mm -hmm. that their love tank gets filled it, it ought to be the place they walk in the door and you make a big deal about them and it's great to see you you are awesome whatever it is we our kids need rebuilt after being beat up by the world all day long yeah think of your home as a filling station yes where they you know they're they're coming home to get their tanks refilled not further drained that's right uh, so make sure you're filling their tanks um physically emotionally spiritually all of the things fill their tanks and give them a lot of praise along the way uh good point yeah my dad's 83 83-year-old dad, he's still alive, my father is, and every time I talk to him, he tells me how proud he is of me. That never gets old. Whether your kid is 3, 33, or 53, don't stop telling them that you are proud of them. Absolutely. They need to hear those words. They need to hear you say, I love you. Um, yeah, that, that you're a good kid. I'm proud of you. All of those things. Yeah. Never Build gets old. Build never gets old. There you go. You got eight great Christmas gifts or just gifts to give your kids right there in that list that we talked to and went through and it only took 22 minutes. Wow. Are yeah. we, we 22 minutes? Yeah, 22 minutes. Okay, okay. 24 minutes. 20. But we had, we talked about books at the start. We so yeah, we we're just we looking did. at our time and everything. So <laughs> we're glad y'all joined us. We are always glad when you join us. You guys are awesome. Y'all have a great Thanksgiving. Next we'll week see is you Thanksgiving. in a, we'll yes, see you the week uh, after. Weatherford, Oklahoma, coming yeah. up. Weatherford, yeah. Oklahoma, come see us there. Uh, check our website, trainlee.com. All our upcoming places where we're going to be. Got a marriage cruise. So much fun stuff going on. Check out the book if you get a chance. Yes. Amazon is where be it watching. will be. Be watching. See ya. Y'all have a great day.